Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today we're going to be talking about your locus of control. So before we get into that, I wanted to let you know about something very exciting that I'm going to be doing on Instagram. And my Instagram name is at Amber Grubenman, A-M-B-E-R-G-R-U-B-E-N-M-A-N-N. And the name is also like on this podcast image if you look at your phone or wherever you're watching. And anyways, on Instagram for the next seven days, every single day I'm going to be publishing a video on my Instagram story with one mindset shift that will benefit you in dating, in life, and in your confidence. So if you want to have seven days of daily inspiration and more of what we're talking about here on the podcast, which only comes out once a week right now, go and follow me on Instagram and I will be able to share that with you there. And it would also be really awesome to interact with you guys, to hear from you and to hear how this podcast is affecting you and any other questions that you have that you would like to see me answer on the podcast. In addition to that, if you want to get my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky, the title is very self-explanatory. It's an eight-page guide for when a guy's pulling away or acting flaky so you know exactly what to do and exactly what to say and you know exactly what's going on. So check out the link in the show notes to get your free guide. And lastly, there's going to be another link in the show notes if you want to sign up to be on the early bird list for my new course called Freedom from Jealousy. So if you struggle with jealousy or you know somebody who is struggling with jealousy, share that link with them or click on that link and it will get you signed up for early notifications, discounts, bonuses, and all of that good stuff. So today we're going to be talking about your locus of control, which according to Wikipedia is the degree to which people believe that they have control over the outcome of events in their lives as opposed to external forces beyond their control. So I want you to think about this in different areas of your life because it can vary a lot from area to area. If you take your health, for example... If you have an internal locus of control or you're leaning towards that, then you'll have thoughts like, well, I just have to eat healthy and exercise and I'm in control of my health. And of course, things can happen. But at the end of the day, the biggest influence in how healthy I am is my actions. And if you don't have an internal locus of control, then you might sound something like me, (laughs) which is... I don't know, these cravings, they just take over and like, I don't have a choice. If I don't eat this chocolate, I'm going to die. Like, what am I supposed to do? And that's kind of my thought process around chocolate. So you can see in that area of my life, I have an external locus of control. I'm not in control. It's just these random cravings that take over me and control my actions. And therefore that affects my health. So that's an example, kind of simplified example of internal versus external locus of control. Now, you can apply this to other areas of your life as well, like dating. What percentage of the results in your dating life come from the actions that you take and what you do and your influence versus what other people are doing or how your parents raised you or whether or not your parents were divorced and things like that? 
So take a moment and think about this in different areas like health, uh, your career and your finances and dating and relationships. Do you feel like you are the person who's in control of creating the results that you want or is it kind of up to chance? So today I want to talk about this in terms of dating and the reason is because I spoke to somebody recently and she told me, well, I don't know if I'm going to be single forever or not. Like, how can I know that? And I thought that was really interesting because I asked her, I was like, well, what do you think influences whether you'll be single forever or not? And she basically said it was kind of up to chance. Like, that happens to some people. Some people are single forever and some people aren't. And it's just, that's how it goes. But that completely dismisses any factors that led to people being single forever or other people who found somebody later in life. So that's why I want to talk about that today because I think it's really important. So here are some signs that you may have an external locus of control when it comes to your dating life. You have thoughts like, all the good ones are gone and all that's left are the leftovers, including me. Or the city and the town that I live in aren't good for dating. Or I'm just not good at this or I'm just not meant for this. Other people are better and that's why they're getting it. But there's something fundamentally wrong about me and that's why I can't create that result. Or you have some kind of belief that dating is all about fate and destiny and serendipity. And maybe your favorite movie is in fact serendipity where they just had all these chance meetings and that's how they found their soulmate. And you have a really strong belief that your soulmate will just kind of show up. If it's meant to be, it'll happen. So those are a few examples of thoughts that show that you have an external locus of control, basically that other factors are in control of whether or not you create a fulfilling, satisfying dating life. Now, all of these thoughts have one thing in common, and that is that they all serve a purpose of getting you to not step out of your comfort zone and take action. And so it's actually normal to have these thoughts, and it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. And one way that we like to categorize them that I learned from Dr. Z's is calling them your safety police. And basically, these are the thoughts that come up Whenever you think about creating a goal that would be maybe difficult to create or require you to grow or require you to step outside of your comfort zone or require you to risk something. So if you're dating, you're risking potential rejection, embarrassment, disappointment, grief, loss. All of that is out there along with all of the good stuff that comes with dating like love and experiences and all of that stuff. So you want the love, but obviously there's another part of you that doesn't want all of the pain that is possible if you're going out and dating. And so your brain, in order to avoid that pain and in order to avoid you going out there and doing those things, will come up with thoughts like, ah, you just suck at this. Don't do it. It'll never happen for you. And any other thoughts that come to mind when you think about why you can't achieve what you want to achieve in your dating life. So that's the first thing to just be aware of when your brain is doing that to you and to not take it so seriously and to actually be able to identify that as 
your safety police. Like, oh, my safety police. It's just trying to keep me safe. Thank you, but no thank you. (laughs) So that's one important part is being aware of when those thoughts are coming up and being aware that their only purpose is to prevent you from taking action outside of your comfort zone. The second piece is to cultivate a belief that you do have agency and you do have control. And this can be tough in dating because, of course, you don't have 100% control in terms of if I go on a date with a guy randomly on Tinder, I don't know who this guy is going to be. I don't know if he's going to be my a match, if he's going to be my soulmate, if he's going to be a, a D-bag. I don't have control over who he is. And I think that's the biggest challenge in dating is sometimes you have experiences where you really did everything right and it still didn't work out. And that's really hard. And your brain will then come to a conclusion like, well, screw this. Like if I'm doing everything right and I'm still not getting the result, then I mean, what's the point of even trying? So I want to share with you some mindset shifts that I've personally cultivated within myself that really helped with dating, but also just any area of my life where I felt like I was putting in all this effort and I wasn't getting it back. The first is realizing that consistency and consistent action will always pay off. It doesn't matter what area of your life that you're doing this in, if you take consistent action over time in an area of your life and just the next best step, the next best step, the next best thing, you will see results and improvement in that area of your life because you will reap what you sowed. And this is really hard to remember sometimes when you're kind of going through uh, like a period, like the winter period where you're sowing all these things, you're working on your garden and nothing's blooming. And Everybody has that. It doesn't matter if it's in business. It doesn't matter if it's in dating, in friendships, in your work. That happens to everybody where you're taking action and it looks like nothing's happening. But you have to trust that consistent action always pays off and you will be rewarded later. On that note about being rewarded for action, you have to have kind of a detached mindset when it comes to reaping what you sow because so often when we have like a really uh, external locus of control we put something out there and then we immediately expect something back and we feel like we deserve something back because we put it out there but what I'm suggesting to you is to keep putting it out there but just let it go like don't worry about it don't um, consistently follow up and see like Is it coming yet? Is it coming yet? Is it coming yet? Because one thing that Dr. Aziz told me once is that I was being entitled about my results in my business. And he said, if you don't have the results in your business, it's just because you haven't done what it takes to get it yet. I was like, damn. (laughs) And we can have that in our dating as well. We put something out there and we're like, well, I should be getting something back by now. Look at all the things that I did. If you don't have the result in your dating life yet, it's because you haven't done what it takes to get it yet. It's that simple. And that kind of brings up the topic of, well, this person did that and they got it in one month or this person didn't have to do anything and they just got it like handed to them and things like that. 
That's true in any area of of life for all human beings. There's always going to be somebody out there who has it easier, who got it quicker, who didn't have to work as hard, and it might be more difficult for you than for others. Just stay focused on your journey and the result that you want and take consistent action until you get that result. Because the qualifications for you and like the growth that you might have to go through and the involvement <laughs> that you might have to experience in order to get that result will be different from somebody else's. But it doesn't mean that it's not possible for you. It just means you're on a different path. So here's what I want you to do as an action step. I want you to think about an area of your life that you're not completely satisfied with. Maybe it's your health, maybe it's dating, maybe it's uh, your career, your work, your business, something like that. And I want you to look at the circumstance of that area of your life as a neutral thing. So the same way if you step on the scale, there's a number there. And that's a neutral number. It doesn't mean anything. There's no, it's not good or bad. It just depends on your perception of it. So anyways, you have certain results in your life. Maybe it's the scale, maybe it's the amount of money, maybe it's the amount of friendships and connection and things like that. And for that result in that area of your life, I want you to write down 10 actions that you took that led to that result. And you can also do this for a positive area of your life. In fact, I'll prescribe that right now. So Do it for an area of your life where you don't feel completely satisfied and do it for an area of your life where you do feel really satisfied. And sometimes we, even in the areas where we do feel really satisfied, we're like, oh, well, I got lucky. I, it just like kind of happened like that kind of thing. But if you take a closer look, you'll see that you took certain actions that led you to that place. So That can also include, like, if we're doing the dissatisfied area of your life, it can include actions that you didn't take. Maybe one of the areas of your life that you're dissatisfied with is your social life. And the circumstance, the result, is that you don't have any friends in the new place that you live even after a year. So one of the actions that might have led you to that result that you could write down is, I was invited to this party and I never went. So that's an action that you didn't take that led to that result. Somebody gave me this really powerful insight once, and she told me that if you look at the numbers in your business and you're like, I don't know how I got here, or like, I don't know why it's this low or this high and things like that, that's like stepping on the scale and saying like, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know how this weight got here, like it just, what the hell, like where did this come from? You know exactly what you did to get there. And sometimes it takes some extra focus and some extra time to like really write out and see like, oh, like these are the little decisions that I made on a daily basis that led to this result. So after you did that and you saw what did I do in an area of my life that I'm not satisfied with in order to create that result and what did I do in this area that I am satisfied with? that will really enforce the belief in you that these little habits and these action steps do pay off and they do create a result in your life. So now I want you to take the area that you're dissatisfied with and I want you to brainstorm 
five to 10 action steps that you can take in that area of your life that will start to lead to a better result. And remember, it may not happen immediately. It may be just like you sowing your seeds now in winter, and it might take a little while for them to grow and for you to start reaping the benefits of these action steps. But you'll see over time, it always pays off to take action now. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, definitely subscribe to the podcast and it would be really awesome if I saw a review from you on iTunes. I also hope that you join me on Instagram for more daily inspiration for the next seven days. If you miss one of the stories, if you're listening to this late, don't worry, I'm going to put it in the little story thing on my profile where it's just going to be permanently there so you can always check it out. Thank you so much and have an awesome day. Bye.